Well, I want to really kick this off right. And yes, that includes a little bit of a competition here to see who is the sexiest J-Lo. Are you ready, Page 7 listeners? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> this is me now. Okay, MJ. <clears throat> uh-huh. All right, this one goes out to all my haters. This is me. Yes. Now. Yes. 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 This one goes out to all my fucking lovers, dude. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Thanks for all the dick sucks. This is me. Dot dot dot. Now. Oh my god. Colin, yes. A love story. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, da, yes, da, we da. are here. Oh. <laughs> now, because <laughs> is an ellipses in the name of the song title. Yes, we are talking about the JLo movie as well as just the clip of This Is Me Now, which is played over and over again in the trailer. If you watch This Is Me dot 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 now, colon, a love story, the trailer, um, you will hear that little clip over and over again. We watched it. Welcome to page seven. How do we overwhelmingly mid? Disappointing. Mid. Yeah, I definitely very, well, I will say the stream was wild. Stream was we great. Had we had a blast. Time. Oh, great man. time. We, we were drunk. Yeah, the <laughs> we stream was out of, out of control. Yeah. And I loved that. But wow. the actual, yeah, you know, the problem is, is you need it to you need it to be a shit show, right? You need it to be wild choices. We you it's a catsometer we're going off of. <laughs> catsometer. Right? We were hoping this could be our new cat. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it and it wasn't. No. I think that's the that's it truly was not. I think that I would summarize the stream by saying that uh, a large portion of the stream was us discussing, yes, J-Lo is a triple threat, but what are the three threats and is singing one of them? Yeah. So I feel like that really sums up how we felt about it. I think it is. You know I am the J-Lo stan here, all right? And I think that it is, and I think that she's wonderful, and I think she's very talented. I yes. think we can all agree she's that Starbucks. one of the threats is she's dancing. Starbucks. Don't know she's Starbucks. One of the, she's, but I mean, she's, she's the best kind. It's like star. It's like Starbucks, but how Starbucks is good. Sometimes, you know, you want Starbucks sometimes. Every once in a while that frap slaps. That's the thing. Sometimes I want a vanilla Every latte once in a while. and yeah. I know exactly what I'm going to get, you know? So we know dancing is one of the threats. And I think we yeah, decided it's that it's kind of burnt and it's going <laughs> to taste does. like maybe it kind of lays there and is a pillow princess, but we enjoy Starbucks. Every one. She is. If you have to have Starbucks. I didn't realize until listening to 50 minutes of J-Lo's music that it is I had never once thought of it as Starbucks until listening to it constantly. And again, her sing she is a good singer. It's just is that in the top three things she has to offer? And I think that dancing, looking hot, and don't be an A being charismatic. No, I'm not an I well, yes, you're right. Learn from for, learn being, from IO. MJ You're being a bit to, of an IO and a Barry I'll right now. Yeah, cut to ten years from now, you are hosting SNL with Cyborg J Lo. And Cyborg J Lo, by the way, a lot less forgiving. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot more of a binary like it's like ones and zeros. Yeah. For oh my God. Wow. I just what? need everyone to know because I was about to say, I was like, yeah, but I was about to really go head to head with you, MJ. And I was going to rip off my clothes and be like, yeah, you got something to say about okay. J-Lo? And what about Selena? And um, I just found out for the first time she didn't sing in Selena. 
<laughs> really? Just now? She, You're processing I this information I right now. just now wait, wait. found out that she did not sing. Was it just Selena? Uh, Selena's original vocals then? I, I, I believe, I'm not sure. I'm like trying to quickly look this up while talking. Um, I think so. <laughs> Lopez doesn't actually sing in the movie. The voice you hear every time Selena performs on stage or records a new song is the late singers with Lopez lip syncing to her tracks. You spent okay, the last it. 25 years thinking that you were in love with J-Lo when in fact you were in love with Selena I'm, the whole I mean, time. I'm, you know when you were wrong, also I in love with I knew I was in love with Selena. Yes, yes, but... but you were just, I just more in love did. with Selena than you yes. thought. I thought that she was epic at like at personifying mm-hmm. Selena. So that's why, to me, J-Lo, even in the movie Enough, when she has had enough, <laughs> oh, and she has had enough many times in the movie Enough, I would dare say, like, maybe even, like, no, I guess like stage fighting can't be one of her triple threats. Well, acting is. We did agree. Acting is yeah. 100% one of her threats. Okay. Dancing and acting, she's got. Yeah. She okay. is skilled. Made in Manhattan is a great movie. Julie is. is a movie. She can, and strutting, strutting, she can fucking strut, dude. She, she can, can She's oh, yeah. got charisma. Yeah. With I think charisma is the third the third threat. And I'm not saying I'm actually I'm honestly not trying to be shady. <laughs> I think she's, I'm not being an I.O. right now. I think she is a fine singer slash I don't know enough. I'm not immersed in the J.Lo catalog enough to be like, well, there's this and this and that. When I hear a J.Lo song, I enjoy it. Yeah. I just, again, 50 minutes of nonstop J.Lo vocals. And really what the best part of watching the movie was, was the dancing. Yeah. The choreo was fantastic. The dancing was fantastic. Like she is, it's, it's some singers bring a multi all all stars bring a an, a constellation of different threats, and sometimes singing is at the forefront, and sometimes it is not the first two things you think of. And I honestly think that with J Lo, her dancing and her acting are stellar. Yes. and I think that it's fine to say that singing is either her number third or fourth of the threats. I can't believe she didn't sing in the fucking movie. I can't believe. Although it does say that apparently there's one part in the movie where uh, I remember when the band thinks that the stage is going to collapse and she sings like a slower melody of like, Como la flor. <laughs> and then that was her singing and that started her singing career. Okay. There you go. I mean, and and I think that I like this is the thing about what Io said about her is that like, I think that people have strong feelings about it because again, if you have more familiarity with the JLo catalog, you can be like, well, these are the songs where it's like, Mostly, you know, back up. Like, I, I just can't even get into the detail with which we can critique how her voice is present and not present on all of her songs. Because mm-hmm. I really think that, like, are you going to look me in the eyes? And you know how much I love the song Let's Get Loud and how often I say Let's Get Loud as just a tag line for Frequently. my Frequently, yeah. And how good that song is. But you don't listen to Let's Get Loud like it's a ballad. You do it right before you take like a ski of tequila shots. Well, but that's and exactly that's when you're really getting loud. But that's the thing. She's not. We're not going to J Lo for like a you know Halo experience, right? Like right. we're going for a like. Oh my love is all I have. Like her voice your does what you have, baby, baby girl. girl I'm what, what you have. have. <laughs> like her voice does what it needs to do for her music. It's great. Oh god, it's that just yeah, but she's so good. <laughs> I love that I love song. That music video. Is that I still, still think just about like that being song. in good music videos? I don't even know what I because I would even say you say charisma 
too, I think also I'm the most charmed by her like real life shenanigans, like the whole the diva aspect. Ben Affleck, yeah, yeah, like she's the funnest diva. Like maybe Mariah is has we have more fun with, but like every yes, bigger diva, every blind about uh about JLo though. But still Mariah let Nick Cannon put his penis in her so she gets taken down a couple of notches. Okay? I don't know, but there are a lot I don't think we should blame the women of in every aspect. <laughs> Apparently he's very charismatic as well. <laughs> he rises right into the hole. And back when that happened, he she was the first right. person he had kids with. So it wasn't clear that he was like a messianic uh, cult totally, you know, totally. I guess Andrew Keegan's the cult leader. We'll talk seed about that spreader, later. Please. Seed spreader, okay. seed spreader, cult but, builder. But every every J Lo blind makes me chuckle, and is like, even if it's the most diva e bullshit, it's like still there's comedy there, and it's like never that serious. You know what I mean? That's she's great at being a famous person. Yeah, like. She's really even the IO stuff. Like yeah. I think I do think though it. She doesn't seem like especially humorful. Like I think. <laughs> what is the part where she doesn't have drink or smoke or have any fun ever and eats an incredibly specific diet? But have and you has... seen her stomach? <laughs> like I can't even imagine. She's fifty four years old. She's had two children. That's insane. What are you talking about? I'm definitely in the camp of I do not envy it. I only envy people who just have a lot of fun in life and don't and get to indulge in whatever they want without killing them. That's the they, those are the people I envy. Like Ben Affleck, who seems like to ben have Affleck. a lot of fun. Oh, he loves Absolutely. his caffeine. You know he runs on donkeys, everybody. <laughs> and yes, I accidentally called him Peacock Ben Affleck because he doesn't have a peacock on his back. He's got a phoenix on his back. But I think it would be funnier if he had a peacock on his back. I'm just saying. Indeed. I, I was oh. like, why did you why did you call him? Jackie sent this email referring to him as Peacock Ben Affleck. I was like, is he on a peacock show? And Jackie was like, no, the wings from whatever bird on his back. And I said, whatever bird... It is a phoenix, Jackie. It's not just some bird. He's rising from his ashes. Or I think it would be better if it were a pigeon. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Ben Affleck could really rock a pigeon, and I think I would respect it more. I, I would also respect him. Again, is he a humorful person? The Dunky Super Bowl commercial showed us that he does have a little bit of a sense of humor about himself, and honestly, oh, yeah. showed us, so does she. So they, so they she, do yeah, have she's in that joint. Humorful. She's in the uh, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah they, I heard. I did hear that they had to constantly. She was like, "Wait, wait, is this real? Is this real life?" Like this? <laughs> no, this is just a fake commercial. Like she's that humorless. She just was like, "Wait, wait, hold on a second. So wait, Matt Damon, you're actually trying to." You know, horn in, in on the yeah, yeah. It is, <laughs> and they're just like, no, see the cameras. You know what I mean? That's why she's just a strong actor. She takes everything literally. <laughs> she actually thinks she's living these lives whenever she's in them. Yeah. <laughs> I say Gavaha, and also Gavaha in that. Which I'm glad it made a lot more sense after we watched. This is me. Dot dot dot. Now, Colin, a love story. Um, because Jennifer Lopez showed up in this. Dare I say? Oh my God, gorgeous. Zodiac themed dress for the premiere of This Is Me dot 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 now colon love story and she looked unbelievable and I had no idea why I was like why is it all Zodiac themed this is a very weird choice but then you watch the movie and yes. you find out that you know Jane Fonda and, and Neil deGrasse Tyson are on the Zodiac Council right yes which I'm not even going to explain it because I don't know if I could that, yeah uh, all I will say is clearly she's a fan of what we do with the shadows the TV show 
and especially that first season where there's the council the vampire of vampires council, the vampire council. celebrity cameos yeah it was like i'm just like there's no way this is not a one-to-one it's it's because it's but the also, same I'm glad. setup maybe she yeah. watches Again. maybe she smiles yeah maybe right. she watches what we do in the shadows and actually enjoys herself no, no, she I thought so. it was a real documentary <laughs> uh, that's the problem she she really does think, i think i'd like to become a vampire <laughs> can someone make that happen make it happen there, right like now there just... is a personal assistant actually trying to figure out how to make her a, a, a vampire. vampire the only thing to this day that makes this is me dot 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 now colon a love story similar to cats is that similarly after watching it if you're asked to to describe it it's very hard it's like it's like trying to remember a dream you know you're like there was right. a lot of machines we were in a kind of dystopian future um, well it's also like when you get really drunk with your friends and then somebody asks you what you did the next day uh it's very similar to that because that's exactly what happened we yes, were also we, we were getting drunk with our friends <laughs> and hanging out while also trying to comprehend what we were seeing is this what ben affleck with on? a lot of facial makeup uh-huh. being a news anchor yes oh, right. is jane fonda here even though she did not even get remotely top billing in the credits uh-huh. also yes. yes there's a, a motorcycle crash oh yeah there's a trigger warning of domestic violence as well there's also i mean there's not the trigger warning but i was surprised yeah there's no trigger warning but, yes. but there is domestic violence there's three men kind of constantly switching out places with each other so you're wondering am i not fun. keeping track of the men or as as do, do all these men look different the same you just never know what you're gonna get and right ultimately we're bearing the lead here which is to say that the, it's not really a movie about something Right, we would call it a visual album. Yes, this was totally just a series of music videos loosely stitched together by therapy sessions and a council of astrology people. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's essentially what happened. Actually, now that I think about it, doesn't Neil deGrasse Tyson always talk shit about astrology, and then he's going to be in a council of astrology? Maybe signs? that's part of the tongue in cheek mm, that we because he's. Oh. Maybe Such a I'm the humorless sh- yeah. one, and it's J Lo that that gets it. Oh. yeah, she's the hilarious one in this <laughs> in this outfit here. That's what's going on. Absolutely. I mean, if we're talking divas, we got to be also obviously talking about Mariah Carey. Yes, and there you go. You just listened to the Yes and remix that, uh, that Mariah Carey joined Ariana with. I think a seal broke out of the zoo just now. Did you listen to the Yes and remix uh, starting Ariana Grande and Mariah Carey? And Mariah Carey really, I, I feel like the additions were. Uh, 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 <laughs> it was very much a like Lana Del Rey snow on the beach situation where I'm like, I guess this person is a presence on this track. Uh, but that it's... was how I felt. I was like, I guess this is a remix. Right. It's kind of hard to tell. Just was it even like, was it more boring? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm the person in this trio that likes the song the most, I guess. Which, which is surprising because you would like Ariana the I least. Don't like, I yeah. don't like, I, I don't hate, I don't dislike it. I don't know. I think it's slightly, I think it might be better than mid a little bit. I feel like it has a pep to its step. You know what I mean? I don't know. What do you, or, all right, go lick some donuts, Holden. Please. Is that what you just being like? <laughs> I am the donut Holden. Are you being an Arianator? Yeah. No, I'm not at all. And Bob, let's talk about this shit. Yeah. Selena Gomez, you just joined my dog shit list. Are you fucking kidding me with this? Selena Gomez posts on Instagram, whatever, like, 
oh, I just want to thank all my Selenators. Selenators. What is that? That doesn't even yeah. sound good. Selenators? Selenators You're is... clearly stepping on my dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's obvious. I'm so over these weird, aggressive, you know, microaggressions. These celebrities are performing towards me, dude. I have a small but dedicated following. Step off. They're not yours. They're my fucking servants, okay? Although, I'd allow Selena Gomez to take it, though. I mean, I like—I really like Selena Gomez. I like that, her. I like her, too, but you can't take my thing. And by the way, yes, I now call my fans my mini-servants, okay? <laughs> that's Whoa. Yeah, that's the new thing. And I need you all. And that's right. I'm saying it right. Actually, I'd probably get legal trouble for actually following through with this bit i'm not going to command you all to attack these people okay <laughs> yeah my mini but i do ask you to wash my feet it's time i'm ready oh, what is it the super bowl ad yes, the i'm super not bowl doing ad this finally got to me normalized feet washing you know what i mean because i get on the subway i see the dirty man's feet in the sandals and i don't like it so you know what maybe feet washing should happen we're getting off course here selena i'm coming for you sort Selenators of Probably not, not is, at all is a hard I, that's the thing i like selena gomez Selenators? more than ariana but arianator is unfortunately pretty fun to say a better word. yeah, yeah. selenators not it's not working. It's clunky. Holden nature sounds right because it's like Terminator. Aria nature doesn't sound right because it doesn't sound at all like Terminator. Selenator, even <laughs> worse. And I bet she doesn't even sing in her fucking movies. Isn't that fucking Wait a second. Are you about to say that Holdenator works the best of the three? Because it definitely doesn't. Wow, Holden's face is like, yeah. this, is the most, this is the first time I've yeah. ever seen him st stunned into near silence. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. I just want to say to everybody <laughs> out there who supported me <laughs> and that understands what kind of fucking grift is happening I've right now him. in front of me. I've, I've never Support seen me. him not you know respond what? to you within the first second of something you said, Jackie. All my fans listening right second. now, I'm commanding you all right now, stop listening to page seven. <laughs> no, don't listen to it. No. I don't want you to listen. <laughs> I'm just saying Aria Nader's, it Aria really Nader's does roll off the, the tongue. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. Selene Nader's, I'm not on board with. But I'm going to keep doing the, the show, but I don't want anybody who likes me to listen. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh saying you God. can't have it. I think, that there's a, I think there's room for you both. On Wizard and the Bruiser, we find all those crazy little moments in geek history that made the things we love into inescapable cultural behemoths. If you love video games, movies, comics, and anime, this is the LPN show for you. But wait, Holden, it's not just educational. Shouldn't we talk about all those crazy boner jokes we make all the time? No, Jake! <laughs> no, we will not! Fair enough! Last Podcast Network presents Wizard and the Bruiser. Find it on your favorite podcast app and hit that little subby dubby button. Ooh, we would love it if you did that. Oh, that would help us out so much. God, wouldn't you love to do that? Don't I sound like the kind of person you want to help? Like, hit the button. <laughs> like, just do it. Okay, again, I'd like to pull the curtain back a little bit sometimes. It's on purpose a dumb name for your fans. Stop doing this. It's a stupid bad name. There's so many. My Selene, my Selene weenies. My, uh, what would be a good one for Selena? And what would be a good one for Ariana? Because there's I think you found it. Selene weenies is perfect. Yeah. How about my little Arias? My, like, Aria is like a musical fucking dumb thing, right? Yeah, my sure. Arias. Yeah. 
I, we we could set up this pitch meeting where you t- scream in her face about what to call or, her fans. Or by the way, the ones Warriors! the ones that are the hookiest besides Swifties, which is a spin off of her name. The hookiest ones aren't spins off of their names. Barb's. Uh, beehive, little monsters. Uh, beehive, a little bit Beyonce, Although, for sure. I don't know. The Jack Pack works Jack really great. well. I like Jack Pack, Jackie. I think that's really good. I really like the Jack Pack. Yeah, and the, the Jack and, Pack is good. And the MJHJs, which I think the is MJHJs, a good one. MJHJs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that just sounds like you're also a part of Holden because Holden well, is Well, maybe I, that's really. why I did that. Maybe that's why I did that, Jackie. Interesting. And I know you too well. X marks the spot. Yeah, the weakest links. Goodbye. It's my show now. <laughs> you better not goodbye us. We are only 19 minutes into show. The it's now the podcast, the Holden Show. What are we going to do today? Is that what everybody wants? <laughs> Does everyone want a Holden-only today, show we've for got a seven? one-on-one interview between Holden and Gronky for the next hour and 10 <laughs> minutes. I think it'd be on the show, No, Gronky. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. But I, I just think, you know, or, or Little Monsters... Is such a good a great one. name a good for one. your fans. You don't have to come up with a spin off of your name. For Ariana's, my SpongeBob's. Yeah. Or Spongies, my Sponge. Yeah, but what what happens when he goes and destroys another, you know, like she goes and destroys another family? Or how about my little home wreckers? Yeah, little, that, she little home wreckers is good. Little spider women. Spider, my spider women, women is good. Yeah, if she leaned women. into it, again, I would. Ha- it's just like the Lizzo thing. If she leaned into it, you know what I mean? Like for Lizzo, my little bananas. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. And then for Selena... Selena could be what's the name of her TV show? It should be a spin on something yeah, like that. Yeah, like murderino. You can't say murderinos. That's already taken. Yeah, you can't that's say murderinos. Already taken. Uh, buildingies. Buildingies. Yeah. Building. Oh, so My you building. choose buildings? My... What about Olean? Oleans <laughs> because of the word only in it. Yes. <laughs> My lefties. My lefties. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. My Oleanies. <laughs> and yeah, and for Jared Leto, my shittily. In, in, the in, yeah, in the wooden teenies. Yeah, the wooden Oh, yeah, man. For all of his many fans. If you have a good nickname for celebrity uh, fan groups that they should be using, uh, let us know. We'll read them off. Uh, I, yeah, I come on. I, it's a scourge to this nation that all these pop stars and all these famous people cannot come up with a good name for their fans yeah, and dude. then go steal my bad on purpose name for my fans. It's fucking stupid, man. That's all I gotta say. About I understand why they're coming for you, though. Ugh. It's it's all it's all it's everything about you, Holden. And really, have you thought maybe this is because of you? Yeah. Have you ever thought to like look inward and be like, who am I? Am I rectangular? Oh my you know, god! Like, oh my god! Can we talk Jackie, about the rectangular guy? I am rectangular. Such a silly conversation. Such a harrowing story. This Alice, is literally. I didn't even mean to. I did, and it just the transition. It came so naturally. That is not the story I was going to go to next. But I was like, I mean, I'm saying yeah. it. I'm in the middle of bringing and by it the up. Way, I am rectangular. There's so many other pop culture stories, but this is a page seven story. This is a. Page a guy who wears a little vest and a little hat who sings, I am rectangular. Oh, and by the way, if you're like snickering right now in your little car or whatever you're in and being like, oh, I remember that fucking idiot. You're about to feel so bad. 
Ooh, you're about to feel bad. You're about to feel bad not except saying that. You're about to feel so bad. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh and then feel even worse <laughs> because the way that Jackie emailed us about this made me laugh <laughs> so hard. So this guy we talked about on the show because it was a conspiracy from somebody saying, is this guy like haunting my algorithm? He sings, I am rectangular. And he's really annoying. And he was experienced a harrowing kidnapping experience in South Africa. Long story short, everyone is fine, but there <laughs> Jackie emailed us this story with the subject I am dot 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 rectangular parentheses leak kidnap. <laughs> and I <laughs> I'm like, how are we going to I forgot about, about that. <laughs> but then I wrote, oh, uh, sad, sad news alert. News okay. alert. Like you're a spoiled sad news alert. It doesn't like sad news. So you're like, bummed sad out. I think that when alert. he was, sad news you know, exists. hiding face down in a in his car, was he singing to himself, I am rectangular. It's a very sad story. And I do want to say thanks to Kelsey over on the Patreon who alerted me of this story. And this was because of last week we were talking about the Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> um, his kidnapping that happened in South Africa. And Kelsey was like, bro, the I am rectangular guy also got almost kidnapped with his whole family. It's actually, if you look, I'm not going to get into the uh, specifics here, but if you do look up Sean Stevens and like what happened, it's very, it is. Very you know, just, the, the, but everybody is fine. Everybody is fine. fine. Nothing. General Jizz. Yes, it's sad. Uh, police officers stopped him, but they weren't police officers and there were guns held to heads and many ATMs were uh were they were taken Stole to and yeah it was and luckily every they they luckily luckily they were in a they rental car so they decided not to steal the rental car um because they knew it would be tracked so they just let them back at their car and drove off uh, never to be seen again but i will say you know if uh, you probably don't want to uh kidnap such a um rich high stature person because you know definitely they are on the hunt i believe for these people now that he's which also just so you know it's not because he just sings <laughs> i am rectangular right. he also is like a ceo of a company yes very so rich. The hardest like, he does thing that about on this. the side like that's <laughs> i like... was reading this news this article about this and i was like why like obviously this is like a sad scary story that a family was kidnapped when not on vacation in South Africa but then I was like why is who what who is he is he a public figure for his songs on Instagram but no he's a public figure because he's a CEO of a successful something I don't know he's fine. not just rectangular yeah. he's more than rectangular yes good for him he has no holes yes yeah. it, it was one of those where he has enough money to produce a bunch of content that no one asked for but now it's like a thing right Jackie you made an O face just now were you orgasming or yeah did you I was find just something orgasming interesting <laughs> on the internet really fast I just had a quick like oh and I couldn't even thank you for noticing because I was like I can't make my usual orgasm bird noises or else everyone's gonna know I'm in the middle of an orgasm Orgasm. Or you're no. on an Ariana Grande feature. Yeah. I was making I was making that face because I was trying to open up both of my links that I had sent you guys about Zendaya's outfit mm. at the Dune premiere, but I'm mad at myself because I accidentally included the same link for both. Yes. And I did not include the history of the outfit, which I did have to hear a lot about. So uh -huh. so I will say, by the way, I definitely just Googled it and found probably the article you sent. Uh, because it's all about Metropolis, correct? Correct. The filmic experience Metropolis. Uh, the black and white. It's from like the 30. I mean, any 
film history class will cover Metropolis. It's one of those, like, you have to talk about that movie if you're going to talk about, like, the evolution of filmic experiences. All the way up to cats. And also, look up the picture of Zendaya in the outfit at the Dune premiere. She looks unbelievable. And apparently it is based on this suit called the Machine and Mensch. And it is a part of Metropolis. But I didn't know anything about this suit. So when I first saw the picture, I just like said to Jeff, I was just like, man, do you see how hot Zendaya looks as like a robot? person and he was like well actually that it, it, there's a reason why she's dressed <laughs> He's that like, way and so have a seat jackie i've got I, some explaining yeah. to do He's so cute I, like but he was just so cute in a way of like he was so excited to be like actually <laughs> what really the reason why she's wearing the suit and he explained <laughs> so much about it which was i i i mean it just makes me melt when he gets so excited about like a uh, you know Sorry, Holden. It's history. All right. We know how you feel about it. This is interesting. This is is art history I'm more interested in. It's just boring, like... This guy once said that this treaty was a bad treaty, and then Abraham Lincoln talked for two and a half hours, and we all had to watch it, and it sucked ass. Refer to me as Mr. Lincoln, Holden. I only want you to refer to me as Mr. Lincoln. Yes, I am both Bane and Mr. Lincoln. Yes. (laughs) He was making- You're very good at it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just- They can't get over, though, the fact that Zendaya was so beautifully dressed versus what Shamalama Ding Dong was wearing i thought he looked cute yeah. and cash. his pants were fine it was the oversized t-shirt that i think did him in but he was wearing she was wearing a whole robot suit and he was wearing like some shiny silver pants and so but it he kind of nice. looked like the fremen a little bit from dune like he sort of looked like a desert person yes you know what i mean in this way but she just was so it would have been cool if he was like dressed like r2d2 yeah that, that would have been, been like perfect. like shove him into the tiny robot <laughs> yeah. and he's like he's i don't like want to oscar the grouch style like trash his heads popping out of like oh, get back in there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all the tweets were like wow timothy really got upstaged by zendaya but it's like i'm sorry that was gonna happen no matter what he wore because yeah. she's a she's zendaya b she's wearing a sexy robot outfit so what was he gonna do you know, I think he did fine. Also, her Dune premiere outfits, like Zendaya and and whatever, are, I don't I don't remember the name of the um, designer that she's working with, but she also had this amazing look at one of the other premiere. Like she's coming out at every premiere dressed in these Dune inspired outfits, which is really. Cool. Yes. Really cool. It's, I know I didn't read all of them. All right. And uh, yes, I can't name every Fremen. Okay. Hold until Jeff reads. But I enjoy until the Jeff reads the very fuck books. I don't give a fuck, dude. You were absolved, bro. He needs to be reading those. He read the first one. He read rags. the first very fuck book. I will say. I know. Until he reads all of them. I know. I find you to be absolved. Okay. Thank yeah, you. you're doing plenty. You missed the Super Bowl to see Dune one in yeah, the movie that's again. Ridiculous. Again. The come. The come must flow. Get yourself off the hook. Okay, before yeah. you read the Dune books, all right. Oh, what are, what about the spice? Are you talking about spice? <laughs> well, I said the cum must flow, but yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I said something um to him the other night and I said, "You better get home because I'm I've got some shy halud thoughts about you." Whoa. And um he was like, "You don't need to do that." That's not. <laughs> Which for anyone that's anybody, that's what the really big worms are called. They're the shy halud. Yeah. So you had a big, oh, okay, because you wanted his worm. Yeah, and, and I said lewd, like lewd. L-E-W-D. Um, but oh, yeah, shy halud. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
he, uh, I feel like, didn't appreciate enough. <laughs> and I said, you should really just be, like, losing your mind of the fact that I am now able to make a Dune fuck joke. Right. Which is the only reason why I'm trying to get to know Dune in the first place. Right. Yeah. That totally. demonstrates enough textual understanding for you to be absolved of reading the actual books. Thank you. And I and I hopefully I never have to because it's just too much. But there is something I would like to be doing if I had $750 and that would be buying the Tony Gachi. Clap 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 clap. Tony Gachi. Clap 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 clap. Is it a Tony Soprano Tamagotchi? The answer is yes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, this this is great. I thought that it was something from like the past. No. Like, it would have made sense because Tamagotchis and The Sopranos, uh, about the same time same period. Same time period, uh -huh. yes. We're talking late 90s, but it is, but also I know Tamagotchis are back, which I know because my kids keep asking me, what's a Tamagotchi? And they're learning about it on YouTube. Oh no, then they're, you're just going to start buying them for them, they're going to start losing them, and they're going to cry, and, and I yeah. have to take care of it. I literally, yeah. I remember having a Tamagotchi, and I would give it to my sister, and my sister would take care of my Tamagotchi when she would go to work, and I would go to school, and then, like, she would be so, like, if she killed one of, like, my babies while I was at school, I'd be so upset. And she's like, Jackie, I literally have to work. I cannot. And I would give her, like, three or four Tamagotchis at a time. Like, keep them all alive while I go to school. <laughs> because we weren't allowed to bring Tamagotchis into the classroom. Oh, I remember. I remember. I How also had a gigapet. Oh my god, I had a gigapet too. Gigapets were worse than Tamagotchis. Yes, they were. Much but you could worse. get a little dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, but now you can get a little Tony Soprano. I want one so badly. You can feed him little gabagool <laughs> and you can take them to like he has like family dinners and stuff. Yeah. And I want one so bad except until I saw the $750 yeah, price. Yeah, it's already sold it's out. It's already immediately sold out, which also Man, it's things like that when we talk about having like stupid money and what you would do. Sadly enough, this is the kind of stuff that I would buy. Totally. Yeah, I, thought, I would try to like get this. I thought that you were going to talk about the Andrew Keegan story because if I had stupid money, I also would. I I I wouldn't start a cult, but I've always wanted to start a community center. So I, if I had stupid money. He, I would totally be like, yeah, I'll buy the old Hare Krishna temple like Andrew Keegan did, and I'll just turn it into a community center. And then I think he did accidentally start a bit of a cult. He um, kind of started a cult. I love this. He comes out. Andrew Keegan. You guys remember Andrew Keegan. He was like the kind of bad guy, kind of asshole. Like, I feel like even the dude, like the like kind of himbo in Lizzie McGuire looked just like Andrew Keegan, but was just like a play totally. off Andrew Keegan. There was a lot of Andrew Keegan types in in addition to Andrew Keegan himself, there was like he was like uh, the friend on Boy Meets World type of type, you know? Yeah. Yes. And like, the, yeah, the kind of dude that would date Gia from a full house. Yes. 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 I think that Andrew, I, I'm looking now to see if he was ever on any of those 90s sitcoms because I know his big claim to fame was 10, Ten Things I Hate About, about you. you. Yeah. Um, but he was just a, every he was ubiquitous in the nineties as yeah like the hot uh -huh. uh, teenage bad boy you know was he in Camp Nowhere I have a feeling he was in Camp Nowhere if I remember I'm, correctly I'm bringing up his IMDb right now because it's all yeah all of his IMDb is like more recent movies and I'm like I want to know what your worst television credits are because I feel like I knew you really well yes. Also, he was in Camp Nowhere, by the way. Okay, good, good, uh, good memory. So this uh, this story, I think, is kind of fun because Andrew Geekin came out to be like, 
Hey guys, I know everybody in on the internet has been saying that I'm a cult leader, <laughs> but I'm like totally not a cult leader. I just run this really cool, very intricate <laughs> community center where we all see each other all the time. And yes, I may be in charge of it. And yes, maybe we all hang out and we like meditate and maybe we all like lay on each other, but it's not a cult. Well, this actually made I me- I always say it's a cult. This article, it made me, when he got into the history of it, I thought about MJ because it came from- from the Occupy yeah. culture. He met, he, yeah, he went down to Occupy LA and was like, this is great. And I was just talking to somebody else who was in LA during Occupy and was like, LA Occupy was cool, but it didn't really have like a home base. It didn't like coalesce. Didn't have a Zuccotti. The way the that way Zuccotti, right, exactly. Also, by the way, Andrew Keegan was in Boy Meets World and Full House. That's why I think about him as a 90s sitcom bad boy because he was. He was, um, man. He but yeah, was. he went to Occupy and he, it started, it, it honestly sounds like the exact way that I would start a cult if yes. I if I did because it's like, hey, like there's a bunch of cool like lefties hanging around. They need a place to go. I'm Andrew Keegan. There's an empty Hare Krishna temple sitting around. I'll buy it. And like it's like I was reading this and it was like I want to root for you, but then he I, he does seem to have kind of disappeared and become a slightly cult like figure. So I <laughs> I think it may have been a bit of a whoops on his part. But it was kind of what it was this interesting moment in time that you were directly a part of MJ that we were on the outskirts of but like new people who were all starting to essentially create a new civilization for a yeah. little while. It was almost what it felt like where like just all these people were getting together out in the streets with tents and being like, nope, we're not doing things the way you want us to do it. And so that's that's um, a lot of times how cult stuff gets formed. You know what I right. mean? Right. There was a lot of utopian, um, you know, kind of idealism and stuff at Occupy, which was what was so thrilling about it. But also totally separately. Uh, right. Cults sometimes have a lot of utopian um, uh, inspiration well, as well. It, I mean, wasn't jo- Brian Jonestown uh, or the Brian Jones? Yeah, Joe's house also out of started like as a, a liberal as a ideal. Yeah. yeah, where they go and they're building totally. a new society together. This is my problem in watching. Every once in a while, I feel like when I'm watching these cult documentaries, like I felt that way while I was watching Love Has Won, the cult of Mother God. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's that when you look at a cult and you're like, bro. I would so easily fall into this cult. Well, oh, that yeah. one like more that, than any like, of them because that one was literally. I like how Henry put it. It's like if the party house. Uh, became a cult. Yes. It's like a my house of chaos in college. If that just like, we just t- got spiritual with yeah, it. Yeah, and we started just down in colloidal silver and we're all turning blue <laughs> and we're singing the song. And I mean, I think hopefully once I'm being like told I should be drinking colloidal silver, hopefully that's when I'd realize like, oh, I think this is a cult. I should probably get out of it. But I think at that point you might be too late. But sometimes I really enjoy watching cult documentaries just to be like, man, there was a time in my life where I could have easily fallen into this. Mm. Totally. Well, and they speak to something that like most people want, which is to be like, have a, have a purpose. Yeah, acceptance, part of a group, a meaningful group, have meaning in your life, have a, a guiding ideology that like, you know, make, gives your life purpose. And I just think it's funny that like the bad boy friend from the 90s sitcoms is like, what if it's me? Right. And um, but again, I don't even it does. It's not even clear that he had any nefarious intentions. I think it doesn't help that it was an old Hare Krishna temple because that already kind of gives like it a little bit cult-y of a cult aesthetic. feeling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, and I, I would add on to the cult thing because I'm also fascinated by these documentaries. Everybody wants... It's so funny because life is special and amazing on its own, but it's also a grind and it's 
these ways. I think everybody wants things to be more special than they are. Mm-hmm. And they want to also be like, I've got the secret. I've got the secret. It's, it's the same thing as your annoying friend who fell in love for the first time, who thinks that they get love on a level that no one else has. And they act and they walk around before it all goes to shit because it always does go to shit with that relationship. And gleefully, we watch it happen. Now, sometimes publicly on social media, they go on. They're like, but you hanging out with your annoying friend and they're like, I just, I don't know. I just got the secret. You don't have this. Oh my God. And when they pretend like they're better than you and you just have to like sit and listen, you're like, I'm going to watch it all implode. (laughs) Yep. And you don't even know yet. Yep. You're just like, yeah, this is called the honeymoon phase. Welcome to it. This is clearly your first one. Um, Man, it's fun to watch those fucking relationships fall apart, dude. God, I hate that vibe. Nothing makes me more annoyed than that vibe. Yes. Of like, of like, I've got. The, I love. Just, I've got the secret. Yeah, <laughs> not I've, a secret, just the, the secret. And they're all just like, yeah, I feel bad for you guys, you know, because you just don't have. You don't know. Me and- this is how everyone on Love Is Blind is. Yes. Oh my God, bro. When when they're bro, like, bro, uh, bro, bro, bro. Wait, wait, are we are we talking about this now, or will this be? Is this leftovers talk? Are we getting into we it now? Do it we get into I it guess, now. We, we got just, a celebrity let's have it. All right, couple sprinkles, couple sprinkles, couple sprinkles okay, of oranges for people that are not on page. Patreon of where we're at in Love is Blind. I can't believe it. MJ, I'm really proud of you. You watched all six episodes. I, six I'm episodes floored. a week is a I'm lot. winning. I'm floored. I'm winning. I'm floored because, yeah. yeah this Lexi, is the first time I've ever been ahead of these two. Lexi I'm show. in the fifth episode, so I'm not far behind, but still. And this is our priority show. Like, we are not watching anything else. There's nothing else in the docket yeah. because lo- when Love is Blind is happening... I can't not. I feel fulfilled in my life yeah. when Love is Blind is on in yes. a way that I don't when Love is Blind is not on. Yes. Honest, t- talk about a cult. <laughs> I feel more meaning in my life from having Love is Blind to look forward to at the end of the day. It is the perfect reality show. And yes, it's predatory. Yes. And yes, it's exploited. Oh, and yes. yes, those people, they don't have any water. Oh, and yeah. they don't have they any don't, beds. They don't have any water. And they're just <laughs> drinking constantly. And they're barely eating. I love how much in this season they're like, no, they eat. I know that all of these like many trials are now saying that we don't give them enough food. But look, they have a sushi date. <laughs> I know. Several unnamed sources have gone on to talk about the horrific labor conditions. But yeah, now it's like well okay we'll feed you in the pods we'll give you some raw fish in the pods like a like a seal (laughs) we know that it's bad okay but like man my biggest takeaway from love is blind is just like i really feel like my life really changed when i stopped being insecure and got confidence like my entire like there was before i started getting real yeah and after i had confidence and i feel like love is blind is a cautionary tale (laughs) about insecurity Mm. because everyone on love is blind is the most insecure person you could possibly conjure into it's like a genie was like what if we could personify insecurity and so you have these insecure people and then some fucking idiot will be like you know i think i might like you and then that insecure person is like ah and then their entire life has meaning they think they see life for the first time. They're smelling flowers for the first And I'm just like, oh, honey, it's just, it's just, you, you, you just need someone to tell you that you deserve love. And you do. Yes. But 
It's not coming from this person. Yeah, but MJ, every time AD sees a red flag, she paints her nails to match. Yeah, and that's that a great line. I can't unhear. I'm obsessed with it. I wish I was still in the dating world because I think if I had a dating profile, I would put on, if, if I see a red flag, I will paint my nails to match just because for the stories, just to see what that scrounges up. You know what I mean? Well, and she's in the right place. Oh, man, is she. Oh, is she. Man, AD was so cl- I'm sorry Holden's not there yet but it, oh no you are there AD was so cl- close to making the wrong decision uh-huh, yeah there's uh-huh. the, this is the first time on Love is Blind where there's been someone who like seems like they might actually have bodies in their basement like truly <laughs> serial killer behavior <laughs> yeah just immediately is, what's his name Matt Matthew, Matthew. Yeah, just Matthew. immediately so Matthew. sketchy Ooh. dude it just so he has body he wears a skin suit yeah. when he would just walk out when like he would start feeling a, like or a, like a conversation would start he would just like get up and walk out yeah and like he just could which okay again everyone's got their own issues they're all coming into this with us, but like why did that dude sign up for this show yeah you know what i mean no. right. you know what the show is exactly why you've never seen it? love is blind that's the thing it's it's also a fascinating show because of course it started in march 2020 when every when the entire world was losing their fucking mind because of the pandemic and it just so happened even though it was obviously filmed before the pandemic it was this weirdly perfect pandemic show because nobody could be together everyone is in a pod and so but and so even though it's been four years since then there's still this like feeling of like there is no other show like this but also at this point have you never seen love is blind people people on the show like of course first of all everyone's going to be like a baseline level of hot so you don't need to worry about that everyone's trying to do the thing where they're like so uh are Are you you hot are you hot are you fat are you ugly you know like and it's like everyone's baseline hot but then yeah the whole point it's everyone on the show is acting like they've never seen the show before. People, yes. it's season six. Yes. Clay openly says, he's like, I've never seen the show before, so I didn't know what to expect. Okay, even when you're auditioning for a show, and you, it's a show that has already started coming out, you watch at least an episode of the show to understand the tone that when you're going shit for an is audition. Mind blowing. You it's, should watch it. It's the 90-day fiancé trope of like, so you want to be with this person who's from a completely another country, and before you flew to that country... You didn't take a minute to just like simply Google like Wikipedia even just like the basics of that country and what the culture is like there. You just didn't want to do that. And Clay is so funny because he's like, I'm a pretty superficial guy. I need a very specific <laughs> looking lady. And it's just like, then don't, don't be, be on, on the show. show. <laughs> Why would you go on the show then? Maniac. I'm really into looks. Get off the show. Then you're not the point. Love is blind. So, so you're just like, oh, I'm, I, I'm just gonna roll the dice and like hope I win the lottery. Essentially, at that point. But man, the other, and I know we gotta get to the conspiracy. But the biggest takeaway: <laughs> you are on Love Is Blind, guys. If you're on Love Is Blind, don't pick don't an extremely hot celebrity to compare yourself to. Right. Because. Girl, you're setting up your partner because for disappointment. Because she's a beautiful woman, but she doesn't look like Megan Fox. Like, I, like, don't set your, like, it's the same way when we always talk about dating apps. When, like, why put a picture of something you looked like 10 years ago? This was exactly what I said, Jackie. they're going to come on the date, right? And then, and be, and they're going to immediately look, fi- like, on their face, you are going to see physical disappointment. You don't. Because yes. you have set yourself up for failure. This is exactly what I said, Jackie. I was like, why? this is the equivalent of putting only like shots that don't actually show your face or your body on a dating app and then showing up and then seeing the person's real-time disappointment. It's like, 
this yeah this girl i mean she is talk about insecurity she's, but she but is she's gorgeous, she's a beautiful though. woman like, there's no like yeah totally she's beautiful but the minute you say i look like megan fox you don't look like Megan Fox. Nobody it's, looks like Megan Fox. I was Megan talking about Fox. last night. I was like, so I was like, and then we got into a little bit of a back and forth because Lexi doesn't think Sydney Sweeney is like the hottest dick girl right now or whatever. But uh. I was like, well, she is. But I was like, <laughs> it's like picking Sydney Sweeney. It's like picking the beacon of hotness. Yeah, like it's the picking the like ultimate of you all the, the hot people of, or of all the celebrities rather. Yeah, like that you could look like you just picked like. The one that's an icon for being like the hottest celebrity, you know, is just hilarious to me. It's like being like, yeah, people tell me I look like Sydney. Right, Sweeney. I look like the hottest right person now, of all. In twenty twenty four, is like people. a crazy thing to say, especially yes. if you don't look like her, you yes. know, <laughs> like like her, like yeah. her. Um, but anyways, all right, we got it. We got to get to the celebrity conspiracy. Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? I'm surprised your name wasn't invoked yet in the episode because there is a separate whole other article to oh, talk about in the yeah. leftovers with her. But the curious case, we haven't actually addressed this, of Hilaria's moon bump. And it was more just because I went down the rabbit hole of moon bumps, Ooh. by the way. We'll get into that in just a second. This one comes in from Catherine, who writes, Hello, page seven pair of social friends. I am on the snail mucin train and yes. the por <laughs> porch goose train. Yes! I I hope Jackie has seen the hot dog costume I just ordered for my Goose Glinda. Oh my God, With is it the, the hot, hot dog, dog costume. costume that I literally have sitting right over here on the floor right now? Oh shit, that my husband I believe it purchased is. for me? Yeah, I believe the it is. The Goose Outfit game is a small world, okay? Many of our geese are dressed similarly. And that's okay, they look <laughs> great. From the same they company. all look great. It's great, no, it's great, I love it. Also, I'm too stoned to write this all out, but Holden should look up the Moon Bump conspiracy on Hilaria's Reddit page. Basically, they, and I believe, she just has a face pregnancy bump, uh, uh, and surrogates, uh, or she just has a pregnancy bump in surrogates, which is why she bounces back so quickly. Mm. Anyway, love, light, and porch goose vibes, best Catherine. Oh. So I dug deeper on this. First of all, I love sub like normally a subreddit with the name of something like our last podcast on the left or ours, you know, golf or whatever. <laughs> it's people go there who are fans of the thing. So it always cracks me up when there's a dedicated sub uh, Reddit to with the name of the person and it's all just haters it's all just people who hate the fighter and the kid the podcast is is another one of those where like they just shit on the podcast and uh what's his name um the who co-hosts it all the time and this is one of those so our hilaria baldwin it's a fantastic place where many have gathered to attempt to get to the bottom of hilaria's lies be careful holden she sends the private detectives over there to, I to spy uh -oh. on the people I in the Reddit. Uh -oh. She reads the Reddit. They're even trying to like get her kicked off of Instagram for good. Like, I mean, it's just, it's an army building over there. It's great. <laughs> so one of their big theories centers around Hilaria's use of a moon bump when she's supposed to be quote unquote pregnant, while in reality she uses a surrogate, which is how she's been able to pump them out so rapidly and recover so quickly. So uh, moon bump is actually the name of the company. Um, and there's a website they sell these moon bumps. It's uh, they quote. This is the about them. Specialist suppliers of high quality handcrafted to order fake pregnant bellies for film, TV, and theater productions. Okay. And private clients worldwide since two thousand. And private clients worldwide since two thousand nine. That's interesting. That an interesting addition. Private clients. Back in 2011, she posted a pic on the gram of herself with a big old bump and wrote the caption, My friends made a good point about my belly, dot, dot, dot. It kind of looks fake. 
na- uh, colon uh, a love story. Whoa, colon a love story. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ate a ball. I guess the psycho conspiracy theorists online with way too much time on their hands have somewhat of a point here. And then <laughs> she continued, now you guys can go share links and theories as to what kind of ball it was that I ate. Hope you can come up with options that taste good, dot, 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 P.S., chocolate is my fave. What? Dot. What? Dot. What? Dot. Wow. I... Yeah. Okay, I also... Unhinged. I also have to point out that in the description of the Hilaria Baldwin uh, subreddit, it says, Rachel Dole is all walked so Hilaria could run, <laughs> which has me dying. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting, though, because as I... Using myself as the only data point, um, I had, like, a basketball tummy for my first pregnancy, but but... My second pregnancy, I carried very differently. And when I was like, you know, hearing about this, talking, reading or whatever, a lot of people say that subsequent pregnancies after your first carry very differently because your ab muscles are so stretched out. I also had a C-section for my first. So I don't know if that destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. They're shredded. Um, I often just to talk about my shredded core. Yeah, um, so you, which is kind of fun. You, you know, then it's yeah. like, oh, it's like, are, do you work amongst the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? And that's kind of cute. Right, like either it's rock hard or it is destroyed, and it's the second. Yeah. But yeah, it is interesting that she just was like, oh, I, me, I can just do seven pregnancies and each one tighter than the last. Mm. So it does, it, it raises some flags to me. Absolutely. It is very odd, and it also just was fun to go down this moon bump rabbit hole because, uh, uh, yeah, you can go on this website. There's all they, – they supply – they are, I guess, the pregnancy belly – Suppliers, what an interesting wow. niche yeah. uh, they have! All different. Someone's got to do it. All different skin tones, but I just wonder. I mean, because these guys, they're like, we have clients all over the world, and I'm just like, how many people are you helping to fake pregnancies? Yeah, is that interesting? Yeah, like I wonder. I would love to know the numbers on that. Like. How many people are you supplying with moon bumps that aren't in film or theater? Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to get that number in front of me, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hold the keys. Do you believe? Yeah, I believe. I believe. All right, there you go. I know. I feel like it's one that I feel like we've done before, but we just technically haven't because we just shit on her so much. So it was fun to finally address it. No, we've never discussed moon bumps. I love bringing it. I, I mean, I didn't know anything about it, so this is great. There you go. Thank you, Holden. You're welcome. And thank you. Who who sent in the uh, conspiracy? Catherine, I believe it was Catherine. Thank, Thank you, Catherine. you, Catherine. And hold on to your butt, Catherine, because it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? Me, Jackie. Gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. I want to bleach my eyes after reading these seventeen absolutely disgusting behind-the-scenes facts about movies. Uh-oh. That is the entire title of the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is for those of you. That we're wondering for the scene in the Paperboy, which I have not seen this movie, but now I am intrigued by it, where Jack gets stung by a jellyfish. Nicole Kidman peed on Zac Efron for real. Oh, wow. that's got to be something that he's really proud of. Yes. Director Lee Daniels said, "We just went for it. Never thought twice about it because it made sense for the film. It was what it was. I think that I became more nervous about it in the edit room, and I thought, I'm not actually going to show this, right? Is it vulgar? And I called Nicole and said, I don't know. And she said, Lee, you made me pee on Zac Efron." If you don't put it in the movie, you need to man up. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm not going to pussy out. So um, I, I appreciate the fact that he called Nicole Kidman to, like, 
re-up yeah. on it of like, okay, we're all still good with this. Is it cool if I go through with this? And, uh, you know, good on them. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's funny that he was like, didn't think about it at the time of filming, but afterwards was like, should I have not I made not Nicole Kidman piss on Zac Efron? <laughs> should we not do this? Or, I mean, sometimes you just got to get into character, like being called Abraham Lincoln for many, many months. Or, to get into character for Jungle Fever, Halle Berry didn't shower or take a bath for two weeks. She said, nobody said anything to me, but everybody sort of started to keep their distance. It was an experience. That was my attempt at method acting. And I'm glad she didn't try any method acting for Catwoman. Because (laughs) Lord knows how that would have gone. Yikes. Now, we know that this was yucky, like... I think everyone knows that during the prom scene in Carrie, Sissy Spacek wanted the blood on her dress to look consistent from day to day. So I knew that it was pig's blood, but I did not know that for three days she slept in the bloody dress in a trailer behind MGM Studios so as not to disturb the blood on her dress. This is one of those old stories. I'm like, how does that even work? That makes no sense. That's yes. That's I think that this item maybe has a pure. This is like. I feel like this has come up before because I also had the same question. I'm like, what do you mean? Why not just she, not wash the dress but take it off? Take it off. Take it off. Because yeah. it would change. She can't. Well, I guess it's like because then it's like how the blood rests on her body and stuff like that. But I feel like nowadays we can recreate that. Yeah. I think it's different now, you know? But I like that she really, man, she really gave into the craft of it. Mm. She sure did. No, she gave into the carry of it, Jackie. Come on. (laughs) Or in a very similar way, while filming the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface, was forbidden from washing his costume. He wore it for 12 hours a day in heat that reached over 100 degrees. Yikes. And just imagine, because already you know, like this next fact goes on to explain um, that there was a lot of yucky things going on in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What? During the filming of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? (laughs) Yes. That apparently the scene where Grandpa sucks blood from Sally's finger, they were meant to use a fake knife that dispensed fake blood. However, when the prop didn't work, Gunner cut actor Marilyn Burns' finger and John Dugan unknowingly sucked on her real blood. Ah! Ah! No, thank you! And honestly, those both of those kind of makes this seem tame in comparison was the fact that on the table during the dinner scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there were real rotting animal carcasses. They shot for 26 hours straight in the 100 plus degree heat, causing many people to run out for fresh air between takes. Good Lord. That movie just has such a raw, visceral quality to it. So all of these things make so much sense to me because it was just it's legitimately disturbing on a level that so many horror movies like wish they could get to oh yeah honestly i think that it really does add besides the fact that again i think this is another fact that everybody knows but it adds into like the whole lore of poltergeist what makes poltergeist an even scarier movie besides the fact that craig t nelson why didn't you marry me (laughs) um the second thing is the fact that there were real skeletons during the whole pool scene when you move the graves but you didn't move the bodies (laughs) those bodies were real and i (laughs) think that that truly added to the actual like brutality oh yeah like i mean i say brutality i know there's no like blood or anything but that is that scene like was i mean between that and the face falling apart scene in the mirror i think were two scenes that really um stood uh they really stuck with me that's such Uh, oh yeah having watched poltergeist yeah 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 but i tell you it made it scary 
What's also very scary is how much and how easily Leonardo DiCaprio could have died on the set of The Revenant. Now, we know that he was doing a method acting route, but he told Yahoo, whether it's going in and out of frozen rivers or sleeping in animal carcasses or what I ate on set, I certainly don't eat raw bison liver on a regular basis. Also, he had gotten all, like almost hypothermia. He was actually sleeping inside of animal carcasses. <laughs> and he really went there because, man, he was really trying to get that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait, did he get it too? Did he win he it? He did. Oh, he, he did, did get, get it. it. Yeah. All right, so good. So thank God. I, I Sometimes I get happy that these actors win just so they can like stop, stop. Yes. being so fucking extra. Yeah, chill out. Get your thing. Just, you didn't get it for Titanic. You chased it for another 20 years. Right. Just get your just thing and then stop, yeah. stop making these movies. Stop. Yeah, Please. Let's, we got stop it. Stop eating raw bison liver. Yeah. Yeah, just do some fun. Do some silly. Some silly for us, Leo. Something silly, you know. And you know who could also do something a little silly for us? Nick Cage. Um, I I guess I love that he put himself to this task. For Vampire's Kiss, Nicolas Cage told director Robert Bierman, the thing I hate most in the world are cockroaches. They are my room 101. Oof. So let me eat a cockroach. The director readily made it happen, and the actor munched a cockroach on camera. Robert told The Ringer he wanted to eat the most frightening thing for him. I thought, this is terrific. (laughs) I sent my prop people down into the boiler room. They brought me a box, divided up into little sections with tissue paper. The cockroaches were there, then lined up for me to cast. I think they're actually called water bugs. They're bigger than cockroaches. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to continue on because it's truly, um, he had to like wash out his mouth with a proof vodka after every take and all of that sounds like i i think like a true actual nightmare and i will say vampire's kiss great movie if you have not seen vampire's kiss great movie. you need to stop everything and fuck i have not seen it dude and honestly it's definitely the kind of movie watch it alone if that's the way you got to do it but or get some friends together Get some hunter proof vodka and fucking go <laughs> to town and yeah. eat cockroaches. It is so fun. Really? It is the craziest Nick Cage performance maybe ever. Yes. And he will wow. it's great. That, that's saying it's, a lot. He will never cease to like surprise you and make you laugh and make you go like, oh my God. Like every every scene, he is just chewing the scenery so fucking hard it is incredible this movie he's so good in it uh, honestly i think i think that you'd really enjoy it mj okay it's schlocky yeah. oh yeah it's I mean, so weird a schlocky nick cage movie is my favorite type of movie it's plotless it's just <laughs> not it's just crazy it's crazy wow and last but not least talk about eating something that makes you want yeah, a lot to, of maggot um, eating just back to back to back that is literally the, the what I was about to read. And finally, while filming the spawn scene where Clown eats maggot pizza, John Leguizamo said, fuck it, I'll eat it. Don't bring out the plastic things. It's not going to have the same effect when you cut to something and they're not Oh, moving. my God. So he ate the maggot just pizza. Like, just like uh, for it's so crazy that uh, Nick Cage did that for Vampire's Kiss. It's insane that Leguizamo did, did this for Spawn. spawn? What a wild, wild one for that. That That's, man, what a movie. I, I will say, though, I saw Spawn in the movie theater the weekend it came out, and my friend and I loved it, so whatever. Do dude. I need to rewatch Spawn? Probably I not, have, I just but... saw the picture of, I forgot what John Leguizamo looked like in Spawn. Yes. Oh, man. The, vi- the Violator. I mean, I was an avid reader of the comic books. That was like oh, my gotcha. edgy 
kid, my edgelord kid thing that I was into, like, in fourth grade. I, like, collected every Spawn. Hell yeah. Up through, like, issue, like, 40, I think I got to, and then I finally stopped. Oh, my God. This makes me think. This is coming from the woman that watched Mad M. Webb over the weekend, which we are going to talk about on The Leftovers. Oh, Oh, please. I'm dying to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right. Well, I'm so excited, guys, because I cannot see. I think I'm going blind. blind. Oh, Oh, we we can't can't see see them. The permanent A-list rapper's company is supposed to be in charge of all halftime shows. He is not a fan of the A-plus list singer who will only have finished her tour about two months prior to the next Super Bowl. The NFL owners want her, want her, which means there, duh, which means there will be a big fight between the rapper and the owners. He wants a team so much, though, that he will back down. Tay. Tay, of course. Tay. Yes, Ovs. Tay. Which I don't think she would do it. I really don't. I can't imagine she'd do it. And what rhymes with Tay? Dre. No. Yay. No. What? Wow, I'm just realizing how many rappers have this name. Didn't hear me. Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Jay-Z's Rock Nation has been running the halftime show for the past five years. And uh, I think it's interesting. And he doesn't like Tay. I mean... The world will implode if Taylor Swift signs on to do the halftime show, especially if fucking Lord knows if uh, the Chiefs yet again. I, I, I that the odds of that happening would be crazy. But if the Chiefs got into the Super Bowl again, and Taylor is the halftime show, man, that is going to be like it. literally like the earth will stop. It will be so crazy. I want yes. it just for the spectacle, not because I worship any of these people, but I just want it for the spectacle. Come on, her doing a halftime show. I feel like that whatever city she's in, she would cause like a seismic disruption. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, if you got to think about this, uh, Travis Kelsey is old in football years. Uh-huh. He is, only has a couple years left. Wow. So it's going to happen. I mean, we're also, this is assuming they're still going to be together next year, which is a big They're getting married, dude. Are you kidding? This is the one. You think so? Everyone's saying it. Everyone knows it. MJ, everyone knows it. Everyone knows. Okay. <laughs> so get out your head out of, get, stop ostriching for two seconds. All right. Get your head out of that ah, dirty mud. Oh, good ostrich noise. Is that what they've, Peek I don't know around. what they, what ah. they say. Right? Yeah. Ah. They're like, uh, yeah. d- just just do Mar- Mariah Carey as a feature on an Ariana yeah. Grande song. <laughs> this is me. Grandy, Grandy, Ariana no. Grandy. <clears throat> this A-list. As an ostrich. This, this A-list singer-songwriter with the repeating first name came to a Vegas party last night drunk, drank some more, threw it all up, and drank even more. She knows how to party. A repeating first name. Uh, yeah. All right. This might be a little tougher, so I'm going to give you some obvious hints. Loved the movie Blanks Kids back in uh, back in the day. Loved that animated film. Ick experience. BB Rexa? Yes. Wait. Baby's Kids. Uh, I got it. <laughs> Baby's Kids. It was Baby's Kids, and then Baby, but it's not Baby. It's BB. And I, you know what, Holden. I follow you. Thank you. <laughs> that, was, that was really a sign of your two synchronicity. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to need you to explain this one to me because I don't know a lot about Baby Rexa. BB Rexa. So, yeah, what's the deal? I mean, she's she's pop star, had a couple of hits. Yeah. Uh, and she recently attended a Sports Illustrated Super Bowl party at XS Nightclub in Encore Hotel in Las Vegas, which is where I stayed when I went there. It's a very fancy hotel. Uh, Henry got me uh, a discount or whatever. Whoa. That's how it, was. it was still so expensive, though, even with the discount. 
the picture taken of her for this is hilarious. It is literally her licking a bottle, a full bottle of Captain Morgan. Whoa! <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> that was the funniest part of the whole thing. Was was that you clicked on the article and the picture of her? It was just a picture of her going like, ah, <laughs> yeah, clearly clearly faced just upon arrival so i thought that was a fun one for that um i love that because yeah. I, I was like i i know that she got hit in the head by something on stage i know she was like bb rex was one of those oh that's I, where we talked about her recently yeah that's yeah. what it is yeah 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 and just baby's kids remember that i mean she looks like a lady she looks like a lady who would show up to a party and polish off a thing of captain morgan yes she 100%. looks like a lot honestly she looks like someone i want to party with. yes yeah, big time uh all right, last one. Filed under bad decisions by movie studios. The Mouse House already signed this A-list actor to reprise his role and are going to have to pay him. But for some reason, wanting the cooking show actress to replace him. They want the cooking show actress to replace him. This is such a weird one. Okay, cooking show, but it's like a, a show on TV. Uh, not a, or not a, like, cooking show, like... Paris Hilton. No, like, not like a cooking show, like a show... A, oh, a, a press the bear. Yes, the bear. Ah. <laughs> okay, it's Mouse House movie. It's a movie about people who like to ride boats. The man, the A-list actor they signed on is very controversial now because of different things. He likes wine. The actress. Johnny Depp. Yes. What's the movie franchise? The boat one, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Weirdly, another six. Yes, I can't believe they're still making these movies. Right? And then, what's an actress? Wait, should I also sidebar? Should I be watching these movies? Are they like like low key? I wanted genuinely it. funny and great. I kind of all right. Let's finish the blind out because this is actually what I wanted to talk to you guys about because I'm so like. I've never gotten into these, and Johnny Depp, as being a huge star, is so tied to this franchise as part of his stardom. Yeah. And I don't get it. Um, who's the actress, though? Who's the obvious actress from the Bear? I.O. Could you imagine her in as <laughs> Jack Sparrow's replacement? As his replacement? Fully, like, I mean, wow. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll yeah. Cert- I, I will definitely be yeah, watch it. Awesome. That's fine with me. That would be me. so fun if she replaced that's him. That's great, yeah. I, and I'm fun. sure he will then say they will not replace us. But you know what, Johnny? <laughs> they will replace you. Um, great. <laughs> yeah, so you guys were never lustful over Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Is Okay, me neither. I never, it never, like, did anything for me. But I do, I feel like people... Like I, I respect love people's it. love for it, right? Yeah. Like it's see, I, I never I, hated that. Yes, yeah, and I'm, I'm more in love with like the Benny and June, what's eating Gilbert Grape, Johnny Depp. Yeah, right. that's my era of, of Deptum right here. But I never really got quite into it, uh, and I never cared about it. And I think that like especially it started getting really popular around the time I think MJ when you and I both were in that phase of like I don't like what everybody else does. yes we are not <laughs> like the other girls yeah I was like I remember what, like I think in high school orchestra we like played the theme or something and I was like okay this music is like great and I like get I just I, I yeah I, I was like I was just like this I don't get it 
But then it, in my current non-hater stage, I'm like, I have no animosity towards those movies. I think it's fun how much people love them. But also it was weird how many Pirates of the Caribbean memes were part of the Depp Heard trial. Right. So it's a little mm. bit tainted for me. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's and my I, big, yeah, I get it. Because my big problem was that Orlando Bloom didn't look like Legolas. And so everyone's like, but Orlando Bloom is in. I'm like, mm. but he's not Legolas. Mm. I'm in love with Legolas. I'm not in love with Orlando Bloom. There's mm. a... Big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's, um, I don't know. I feel like uh, it would be amazing to recast it with Io, but it is such a project that is inseparable from Johnny Depp that I feel like if you didn't have previous strong feelings about it, maybe you could get new ones. If you did have previous strong feelings about it, I imagine it might be hard for those people to let go of Johnny as the... You know, as the and also the Depp Heard trial was so polarizing. I feel I That's don't even also, know. There's also that. Yeah, yeah like I, there's probably a whole portion of the population who either would watch it no matter what, or wouldn't watch it because Johnny Depp wasn't there. You know what I mean? It's like a whole. It's a landmine. It's a whole thing. But I'll watch it explode. <laughs> I just I will totally watch uh, Ao lead a pirate movie. That uh, I mean, that, that will be, be awesome. <laughs> and I'll, that's what I want her to like. I just I desperately hope that they will that casting directors will see like how fun it will be to put her in roles like that. You know, yes. because she's yes. so really crazy. Funny. And I fun really roles. hope that she gets to be a fun. There's so few like I feel like leading women who also get to be very, very, very funny. Bro, watch Bottoms. Yeah. You both need to watch Bottoms. It, it is like, again, it's being able to make those kind of comedies yeah. still. And I, it was really yeah. totally. delightful. All right, I can see you again. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Hey, it's good. It's good to be back. Oh, my God. And thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode of Page 7. I have an absolute delight, even though technically my heart is broken because J-Lo did not actually sing in Selena. So but, fun. you know, I'm just going to compartmentalize that for right now, and that's a trauma I'm going to deal with for just a different day. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can come hang out with, oh my God, MJ and I, if you want. You can come hang out on Wednesday mornings. MJ and I are streaming The Sims over on twitch.tv forward slash Ono. Oh it's Jackie. Every Wednesday morning, I start at 8.30 a.m. MJ starts at 11.30. Come hang out with us for a couple of hours while we have really chill experience and MJ starts learning all the ins and outs of The Sims 4. I'm there you go. Uh, check out uh, patreon.com for slash page seven podcast we are doing our buffy watch alongs uh every yes. week uh for a ten dollar uh, at the ten dollar tier you could have a video feed watch along you can get over there at that layer but at five dollars there's so much stuff too the weekly bonus episodes the leftovers we're gonna be getting more into love is blind more more talk about everything uh all these different articles we have uh le left on the dance floor uh where murder happens um so check us out on that patreon.com forward slash pace of a podcast and Jackie's book club and ad free episodes in the main feed. It's a crazy value ad for five bucks. And then if you are wanting to get into that Buffy life, 10 bucks a month uh, and you can enjoy the weekly video watch alongs that we do. Uh, they drop every Tuesday morning. Also, also uh, twitch.tv forward slash hold nature's ho. Twitch.tv forward slash Hold to Nature's Ho. I stream all throughout the week, but the big main event is Jacket with the Holdies on Fridays. Ugh, we watched come hang this past out with week. us, dude. Hey, we had MJ on. We watched This Is Me, dot, 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 now, colon, a love story. It was amazing. Uh, drinks are always had. It's always fun. Uh, 9 p.m. ET. I'm sorry, 6 p.m. ET uh, over there on Twitch.tv forward slash Hold to Nature's Ho. MJ? 
My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. All right. Bye, everybody. Oh, wait, no. Oh, God. Where am I? Where is my freaking head? Sing the damn song to me. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're going to read that to you. Come on. What's up, everybody? Just want to say thank you so much for sending in your shout-outs to page7podcasts at gmail.com. Oh, we just cherish every single email that we get. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time, and whether you're writing in shout-outs or conspiracy theories or blind items, or, you know, you're just sending in your high hellos, or you're like AGK and you want to validate our Tom Cruise fish fuckery theories when it comes to reservation dogs, and apparently we need to check out season two, episode eight, where... uh, Tom Cruise fucks fish. That's not what happens in the show. But thank you so much, AGK, for letting us know that obviously our theories are valid in some capacity. But also thank you so much for taking the time to send in your shout outs. Our first shout out uh, goes to M. Henchy from our amazing chat. And I just want to say I'm so excited that you love using your ritual planner. Is that how you say it? I've never said it aloud before, but I've also been using mine and I'm going to be documenting that over on my Instagram. Instagram fairly soon, but also MNG just wanted to send in a shout out. The dog days of winter have kind of been shitting on my carpet lately. (laughs) I just want to, I love that phrase. And I'm feeling like a little self shout out might help boost my mood. When I started listening to page seven roundtable and all things LPN seven years ago, oh my God, I was in the height of my drinking. Oh, the Jack and streams where I drunkenly attempted to type funny quips in chat riddled with misspellings and possibly probably offensive remarks. You all weirdly kept me company while I tried to figure shit out. You got me through some dark times. Who knows what would have happened if I had felt more alone on some of those nights when I had podcasts and streams to distract me. Oh, I'm sending you so much love and hugs. Listening to backlogged episodes and quite literally hearing you, MJ and Holden, grow up is wild. When you have years of episodes and growth crammed into weeks slash months worth of listening, a weird thing happens where you feel like you've known people you've never met for your whole life. All of your openness is what draws people to you. I couldn't care less about most pop culture stuff. There, I said it. But I'm invested in Jackie Holden and MJ, and I don't know if I can say that about any other podcast. Oh, the community you have all built is shocking, really, especially given the bridge dwelling nature of so many pod fans. But here it isn't like that. It's open and accepting and can pull you through some pretty gnarly stuff. And I can't thank you enough for that. Sharing your highest highs and your lowest lows isn't easy, but your vulnerability and honesty truly changes people's lives. Stop! I mean, don't, but also thank you so much for saying that. But back to me and how badass I am for ditching the sauce. I quit drinking November 1st, 2021, and I am so damn proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. I read the Alan Carr book recommended by Holden and quit smoking as well, which also Alan Carr's easy way to quit smoking helped both Holden and I highly recommend it. Ditching most of my unhealthy coping mechanisms and replacing them with healthy coping mechanisms like tarot, journal journaling, movement, meditation, yoga, and nature keeps me on track and makes my brain squee. So all that to say, thank you, Jackie Holden and MJ. 
Thank me and thank everyone out there for pushing when you feel like giving up and for growing despite not being given enough sunlight and water in your life. Before I sign off, I want to share a tip that anyone, but especially us addict brains, can use. I recently read that cold plunges boost your dopamine more than cocaine, but instead of coming down in nine minutes, the come down doesn't start until three hours later. So guess who's about to go jump in Lake Michigan? Okay, bye. Splash. Oh my God, please be careful in Lake Michigan, but I'm sending you so much love and thank you so much for your tip and for sharing your journey. I'm so proud of you. Oh, congratulations. I know every day is a difficult, it's a tough, it can be a difficulty, but it's also a choice. And I'm really proud of you that you choose yourself every day because some days it's really fucking hard. Sending you so much love. Our next shout out goes out to Catherine. Catherine says, okay, I've never done this before and almost didn't, but I've worked too hard to sell myself short. Why I'm already getting emotional. This time last year, I was in therapy, still trying to figure out how to deal with a breakup with someone of 10 years and feeling the most lost I've ever been, moving out of the apartment I could no longer afford on my own and heavily self-medicating without fully realizing that was even what I was doing because I had been a big partier for so long. Oh my God, Catherine, I see you, I feel you. Catherine goes on to say, well, on February 23rd, it will be one year since I quit drinking. Oh my God, drinking, smoking, and snorting shit up my nose all at once and got on antidepressants for the first time in my life. I know my old self is pissed at me for waiting so long. That, Catherine, what matters is that you did it and that again, you're choosing you and it's so difficult to do sometimes. Oh, one year since I woke up with crushing guilt and regret. One year since I embarrassed myself and or blacked out. One year since I watched the sun peek through my window wide awake, still wearing last night's clothes. I've been Cali sober ever since, and I really like this version of me. While I lost some friends, I saw that life didn't end after the party did, and there's so much fucking more to enjoy in this life, which we only get the one shot at. I fell in love with life again and learned how to love myself. I've been a person of tears. I healed my inner child and set healthy boundaries with family members. I made so many hard decisions this past year, but investing in my health and long-term happiness, former queen of instant gratification here, is the most rewarding thing I've ever done. I guess I should also mention that I lost 40 pounds and fell in love with nutrition and exercise because I worked my ass off to get there too and it seriously changed my life. The motto I've been living by is here for a good time and a long time. Okay, I'm fully crying now imagining you reading this, Jackie, so I'm going to sign off now. Thank you for providing a space for me to give myself this shout out. I love you guys. And also, yes, MJ is the goat of adding the perfect songs to their stories on Instagram and I wanted them to know that and I did let them know, Catherine, don't worry. And congratulations. Again, you know, every day it can see be like it seems like a slog, but not every day is a slog. And some days it's harder to take care of ourselves and other days but we can't beat ourselves up for that. We got this. And if you choose something that is not good for you, it's OK. You can always choose again. There's always another minute to make a better choice for yourself. And we just got to believe in ourselves and work on ourselves. And it's hard. And sometimes it sucks. But I love you and I'm proud of you. Maybe this is too much, but I hope you feel my love. I'm sending you so much good energy. Have an awesome week and I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Thank you.